left fielders. This is the Infielder Spotlight Podcast, powered by Left Field Investors. Our community is focused on networking and education to help people invest passively and think differently. Let's go. Welcome to the Infielder Spotlight episode, where one of our infielders shared their story with host Chad Ackerman. Listen in to gain insights from our community on how to create financial freedom through passively investing in real assets that generate real cash flow. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Infielder Spotlight. Today is our initial Infielder Spotlight, and for that, we have the honor of having our Supreme Leader, Jim Pfeiffer, on with us today to kind of kick off this new podcast for the Left Field Investor Group and introduce it. But Jim's got a great story. Thought he'd be a great first person to have on to kind of transition us into this new podcast. So Jim, welcome. Well, thank you very much, Chad. I am super excited about this podcast. I'm glad that you're going to be the host. And I think it's going to be really interesting to hear the stories of, of various infielders and their journey to passive investing. And, you know, I, I just can't wait to hear these episodes. I'm, I'm really pleased that you're doing this. So thanks for having me on. And thanks for allowing me to be the first guest. That is an honor in itself. Absolutely. No, and that's exactly our goal. We think there's great story and everybody's background of how they got to where they are today that I think will help just about anybody that's listening to the podcast. That's what I searched for. I know a lot for a long time. So we thought it'd be good value add. So that's what we're trying to jump into. So to start off, we just ask, you know, give us the background. What's been the journey so far that's gotten you to this point? What's been the makeup to get you to here now? Yeah, well, I'll be brief because I think people are probably tired of hearing me talk because <laughs> I've told my story a number of times. But, you know, I started as an accidental landlord and we had a, a rental property and I hated being a landlord. But when we were looking, you know, we did that for five years because it was 2008. We couldn't sell the house. Once the market turned, we decided to sell it. And my uh, realtor kind of conned me into him managing the house and refinancing the property and buying two more rentals. And it was the best thing I ever did. I loved it. He's the best property manager I ever had. I just finished selling the last property that I had with him this year, actually. But that started my journey. And so, you know, I started in rentals. I went to turnkey and then I thought, well, one door makes money. Let's get more. Bought a 22 unit, an eight, a four and handled it all horribly. I was not a good asset manager. I went through multiple property managers and, you know, we just, the cash flow wasn't there, but I'd, I'd gotten the real estate bug. So I, I kept at it and I realized that the market had saved me. I ended up selling those properties. They never cash flowed, but they all appreciated, you know, the mostly they're in Columbus, Ohio and well, every market's been great. So that got me into real estate. And then I, I was a financial advisor at the same time. And I was learning about money. I'd always been a stock market guy. And I just found that real estate is investing stock market to me now is speculating because you're just yeah. buying something and hoping it goes up in price. And then you're going to sell it to somebody else where, you know, real estate, you're getting cash flow, So you have a benefit while you're holding the asset and you get appreciation. You can force appreciation. So real estate was just a thing. And I finally found passive investing. And that's where I realized that's what I want to do. And so that's what I've been doing for the last few years. I'm full-time passive investor. I don't have a W-2 income anymore. And, you know, I spend all of my time doing left field investor stuff and investing for my own family. 
So it, quite a journey and a, a familiar story probably for several people as well. What do you think has been the biggest piece that struck for you on the passive side that got you out of the active instead? Has there been something that's triggered that that has made it more popular for you to focus on? Yeah, I think I realized once I had, I was kind of in both, right? I had some active investments and I, I started just to, I poked my head around syndications. And what I found out was, you know, I always thought that you can't make as much money having someone else be the asset manager, right? Because you got to pay an asset management fee. You got to pay property management fee. There's all kinds of extra added costs. But what I found was the results are as good or better in a syndication than when I'm doing it myself, because I was trying to be a passive active investor, right? <laughs> Which means I wanted to hold the assets and buy them myself and then be passive. And I don't think you can do that. The way to beat the returns of syndications is if you are full-time, perhaps, you know the market, you're in it every day. And so you have those advantages. For me, I was a part-time active investor trying to be passive and you can't beat syndications that way. So the one thing for me was when I figured out, oh, I could hire a professional asset manager to do everything for me. The only active part of it for me is screening the sponsor, evaluating the deal and all that. But once I send the wire, I'm just sitting back collecting money and reports, right? And monitoring, but I don't have any control. And my results are much better because guess what? They're professionals, right? They're not right. part-timers. And so that's the thing that opened my eyes. And I thought, you know what, this passive, I, I can do this. And I kind of dabbled in a little bit, proved the concept. And then I just went all in. That's great. Yeah. That's a story we like to hear. That's where some of us are trying to get to. You inspired me to jump in to the passive side with your story as well. Along the way of going through and making those decisions and everything, what resources have been the most helpful for you? What do you think has been key to get you educated, get you comfortable to get to this point as well? Well, in the last few years, it's 100% been community. And I don't mean to make this an advertisement for left field investors. And what I tell people when they're just getting into this is, you don't necessarily need left field investors, but you need a community. And of course, you and I are biased. We think left field investors <laughs> is awesome, right? Because we're part it, of it. It does pretty well. Yeah, exactly. But you know, I'm in three different communities. But the thing that has been the most beneficial to me is getting validation from community and finding new sponsors and strategies through the community. So the first person I really met that was a passive investor was another one of our founders, Steve Sue. And I remember very clearly the sense of relief when he said, oh yeah, I invested with this sponsor. And I was like, oh my gosh, <laughs> I did too. And then he said, and this is the deal. And I, I'm in that same deal. And he's a doctor. He's a smart guy. He's thoughtful. And when I found out he had done this, I'm like, okay, it's probably not a scam, right? Because the, the first right. few things I'm like, what am I doing here? Is this for real? And you don't, there's no way to validate that. And I think that's the power of community, the validation that, yeah, you're in something that's real and good and you're on your way. And the other part of it is now you have people you can rely on, right? I don't invest in new deals unless or new sponsors unless they're recommended me by somebody I know, like, and trust who's in my community, who's already invested with them. And then I push that farther. I don't now, if I'm looking for an attorney or a financial advisor or a CPA, I use the community, right? So I know I talk about it too much, but the power of community is phenomenal for this because you cannot walk out your front door and go talk to your neighbor and say, yeah, I'm thinking about this mobile home park investment in a real estate syndication. 
They'll think you're nuts, right? And you can go out the front door and say, hey, what mutual funds or stocks are you buying? And everyone's like, oh, you know, they'll talk your ear off about that. But syndications, you need a community because you need people to talk all this through with, I think. Yep. No, I think you're right. I think I have fallen into that in a positive way as well for the fact that I go straight to our forum when I'm going to look at a new sponsor, new general partner. And if I don't see any dialogue in there, I have the ability to put the question in, hey, has anybody ever heard of Chad Ackerman GP? And if I don't see any feedback on Chad Ackerman, I delay trying to invest in them to not be a guinea pig when our community has grown enough that we can get good feedback, hopefully, on a lot of solid sponsors. So there's no reason for me to take that risk of being the first to invest with somebody. Hopefully, we've got something on enough sponsors for me to get in deals with. That's for sure. Put it that way, at least. So. So I I totally agree with you, Chad. That's the same process I use. But what I do also, because I don't want to exclude anybody just because I don't know them. They might be, you know, an up and coming syndicator. They might be experienced and we just don't know them. So with those type of syndicators that I don't have any people in my community who are familiar with them, for them, I will get to know them. I'll ask them to send me deals, get on their list, but it'll take me. And I tell them this, it will take me a full year of watching their deals, trying to get to know them before I might tiptoe in. So, and I do that because I don't want to exclude anybody just because I don't know them or our community doesn't know them. We might be missing a good sponsor. So I give them a chance. I just do it in a very different way. If I have them referred by my community and other people investing, I feel a lot more comfortable, right? You have the trust, the trust transfers, and that's the key. Hello, left field community. This is founder Sean Donnelly. I just want to say thanks to all of you. The sharing of our varying experiences, backgrounds, reasons for investing, and even our different goals is what makes our group unique. Jim, Steve, Chad, Ryan, and myself love what is happening in LFI, and it is because of you. Keep finding your voice, and let's invest smarter together. All the best. So this is how you've gotten into the process. One of the things we want to give feedback to our listeners is lessons learned or piece of advice for getting started, knowing a lot of our community members are kind of new to the space. What kind of lessons learned or or help getting started can you kind of give advice towards to help people out too? Yeah, well, a couple of lessons learned, and you mentioned one of them. I don't want to be anybody's guinea pig, right? The times that I've gotten in trouble, meaning I've had investments go bad, is when a syndicator pivoted and did something new that they hadn't done before, and maybe they didn't hire someone experienced. Like there's some syndicators now that are moving into different asset classes, and they might hire someone who's done it for 10 years. I may not invest in their first deal, but but I, I may watch it, but I may invest in future deals. But when somebody is going into something completely new and they don't have any experience, that's something that I shy away from. Now, as far as new people getting into, you know, how, how they start. I've had a number of conversations recently because we have a lot of new people that are joining. And as you know, we have really experienced people in our group and we have some really new people. And the cool thing is we all learn from both, right? Yeah. But the things that I recommend to the new people are, again, broken record, join a community. And if you're in our community, the best way to kind of get started is maybe watch a couple of our meetings. All of our past meetings are recorded on the website. That'll give you a flavor for the culture of our community and how that fits in with your personality. 
but then dive in. You know, if you're in the infield, go to the forum and start posting things. Go to a mound visit. These mound visits are, you know, meetings that have no agenda and it's hosted by one of the four founders other than me. And you can just talk and network or you can just listen. It's on the audio app Clubhouse and you just listen in or you talk, ask questions. I mean, those are phenomenal. We've gotten great feedback about that. So yes. the thing is, join the community and jump in and try to start getting to know people because that's how you grow your own network, right? You know, we are always taking signups for TribeVest, the group investing platform, and we have a list. So that's a great way for a beginner because it reduces your minimums because you're investing with a group. You can diversify. But the main thing is, you have a group of people, kind of a mini community, right? Your tribe, right, right, where you're talking about investments. And, and if someone brings up an investment, they have to prove it that it's a good one, right? So you're all talking about it and learning. So there's a ton of different ways that you can jump in. And that's what we're trying to do here is we're trying to give everybody the opportunity to network, to build their own community within left field investors and find ways to learn together. And as I said, that's for experienced people and brand new people. And we have all of them. And the great thing about our community is they are so willing to share their expertise or ask the questions that new people ask that they might be afraid to ask, but someone who's been doing it for a few years should have asked, but didn't. So we're all just learning and getting to know each other. And that's, that's our thing. That's our community. Yeah, no, that's fantastic. And hopefully good advice for people to, to get started in many different ways. That's for sure. Uh, give them the confidence to take the first step. So to kind of wrap things up here, I like to ask what's next for you. Where are you headed from here? And maybe you could talk about left field or yourself personally, while we've got this platform just to share maybe a little bit of both. Cause I know we have a lot going on at left yeah. field investors these days. Oh, we do. We do. First I'll talk about myself. So, you know, I've been passive investing for five years, which isn't that long, but it's also pretty long because this industry <laughs> hasn't been around for all, you know, 2012 is really when it really got going. So for me, I've been doing the shotgun approach to start. I wanted to invest with a lot of different syndicators, a lot of different asset classes at the absolute minimum, because even though I'm getting recommended by people I know, like, and trust, I want to test these syndicators out. And so these are such long-term illiquid deals. You have no control. So they might not go full cycle for five years, right? So it's going to take me five years to figure out who are the sponsors I really want to go all in with. So in the next couple of years, I'll be having a lot of deals going full cycle. And then when I reallocate capital, I will be going in for fewer syndicators in larger amounts because I'll have confidence in some and others while you know they're not as good maybe. So I won't put as much money with them. So that's that's me. As far as left field investors, you know, you and I were talking before we started recording, we have added so many things. We have lunch and learns now that we're going to do at least once, maybe twice a month. We're going to have people come in and, and just educate our community. We're going to have, you know, we have, we introduced the mound visits, which I already talked about. Intros is something that anyone can do where it's just one-on-one -on -one networking. And so that's something that people are doing. We have our preferred partners now where we have some syndicators that, you know, it's basically, they were voted on by our community allocating dollars, right? right. To yeah. these different partners. And they've agreed to sponsor us because we've figured out that we need to sustain this community. We need a little bit more revenue and we'd rather get it from our partners than from our members. So we have the preferred partner list. 
And, you know, we have a lot of other things coming up. We're, we're looking at this portfolio tracking company that you and I and a couple other of the founders are beta testing this software that's going to be yeah. amazing. It is they are making it just for people like us, syndication investors, so you can track all of your investments, track your distributions, run reports. It's going to be great. In the infield, we have something like that. But to be honest, it's not the greatest. We haven't spent money to improve it because this other one is coming down the line, and we're hoping to have that launch this summer. We're hoping to have an in-person meeting in the fall. There's other initiatives great. that we're working on. We're hoping to have sponsor reviews soon where you can you know do like a yelp or amazon review of sponsors so there's just a ton going on we have other ideas i'm not ready to say yet because i don't know when they're <laughs> going to be implemented and i <laughs> i don't want to get people's hopes up but um you know we are not growing purposefully as fast as we can we're not going on facebook and just getting numbers of people we're getting quality people like-minded and by like-minded i mean people that are interested in real assets to produce income but like-minded, so we can all kind of discuss, we're all looking for financial freedom to ditch the W-2 or reduce the W-2, however you want to look at it. And so there's just so much going on and we're growing like crazy. And I think that the community is just really, really doing well. And as we've talked about before, the founders were five guys trying to figure stuff out <laughs> and that's how we're, we've gone and that's how we continue to go. And the community just keeps growing and we keep getting quality people and it's just great. I love it. I, I think it's been quite the journey. I agree. And it's thanks to your leadership. You've done a wonderful job of starting this out as, you know, wanting to be 10 to 15 people locally in Columbus, Ohio, that just get together over beers and talk about syndications. Here we are two years later that we've grown it into what it is today. I think it's fantastic. It is making a lot of stuff up because I don't think we had the vision of it being this. No, we didn't. Without the, the pandemic. And, you know, so here's the good thing that came out of the pandemic anyway. So we've been able to reach a lot of people and they're coming every day, which is fantastic. I love talking to all the people that are new to the community, found us somewhere along the way. And hopefully we can give them advice like we're doing today. So Jim, yeah. I really appreciate you being on. This has been great. Really appreciate the time today. Thank you, Chad. This was a pleasure. It, it's nice to be a guest on the podcast and uh, <laughs> you're doing a great job as a host. And I cannot wait to hear all of the stories from our community because, you know, you you said, you know, the founders, we, we've done a lot. We put this community together. We didn't necessarily do it on purpose, but it's turned into something great. But you know what? Now the content is is coming Absolutely. from our community. And that's where our strength is going to be going forward is the community members being involved in their community and pushing this beyond the five of us to everybody out there. So fantastic job on the podcast. Congratulations. I love it. And uh, we'll see where it goes from here. Thanks a lot, Jim. I appreciate it. We'll see you Thank on the you. next one. This episode is brought to you by MAG Capital Partners, a leading investment firm specializing in single-tenant industrial real estate with triple-net leases. MAG invests in properties with established tenants in manufacturing, cold storage, and distribution. These income investments are designed for strong, tax-advantaged cash flow from day one and have historically generated above-market returns. With approximately $500 million of real estate acquisitions, MAG Capital Partners has extensive experience and a history of profitable exits. To learn more about MAG Capital Partners, visit www.magcp.com.
Thanks for hanging out in the infield with us today. If you're interested in becoming an infielder, you can find us at leftfieldinvestors.com or you can send me an email directly at chad at leftfieldinvestors.com. Thank you for listening to the Passive Investing from Left Field podcast. If you enjoy the show, please go to Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to podcasts and rate and review the show. This show is for entertainment purposes only. Nothing said on the show should be considered financial advice. Before making any decisions, consult a professional. This show is copyrighted by Passive Investing from Left Field and Left Field Investors. Written permissions must be granted before syndication or rebroadcasting.